For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. We have a match, Brian. Is it true you have agreed to terms with Ben the Better on a head-to-head DFS match? It is true. The rumors are true. Let's, um, for maybe people uh, who aren't familiar with how this all materialized, uh, I believe this all started with Ben the Better putting out a tweet uh, saying that uh, GPPs and DFS is dumb because anyone can win if they have 150 lineups. Would you say that's the gist of it? That's the gist of it. I don't think there's much more than that, yeah. And was there any, like, I didn't go through his timeline to see, was he having an argument with someone ahead of time about this? I think so, yeah. I wasn't really going through it either. Yeah, and so then uh, a bunch of the DFS guys, uh, you know, wanted to get in on the fun because that's a trope that, you know, you normally hear from the reply guys, uh, on DFS that, uh, if I had 150 lineups, I could win two. You, <laughs> you quote retweeted it. There were a couple people. I don't know if you must've been the only one to actually formally offer a contest, right? Yeah, I guess I was the first probably. And did he, did he DM you right away or how did that start to materialize? He, yeah, he, he let's see, I'm going through it right now. There's the whole threads up there. Uh, he was talking to somebody. The siege, I guess, it started with. Believe it or not, mm. everyone knows. Uh, the let me siege. get. Let me get the uh, the original Genesis. Uh, yeah, why, yeah. Why don't you bring it up? Um, but yeah, his he says max entering a contest. What skill do you really need? You retards ruin DFS with your lineup sharing illusion. <laughs> And so is, is he implying that he used to be uh, a more regular DFS player, but then didn't like the ecosystem because of the optos? Is that what he's saying? I, yeah, I guess that's kind of what he's getting at. He doesn't say that specifically. And that's why he sticks to single entry contests. Yeah. I'm trying to find some of the, uh, these initial and what do we, do we have any frame of reference for Ben, the better heading into this? Was he, um, was he a name you knew? He, yeah, I knew because he just did that that contest against Rob Pozzola, the sports better. Uh, he played against his pet turtle. And uh, and how did that go? I don't know. I can't, okay. Uh, does anyone know in the chat? Honestly, he's got a, it might say in his tweets there somewhere. Yeah. Um, man, it, it is hard to find uh, all of these threads here. Uh, but let's we can we can bounce around you guys did yeah. inevitably what what was the negotiation like before you arrived at this deal yeah i said this and then he said like 
Um, no, for some reason I said, what if I give you ads? And then he said, yeah. Okay. And so can you, can, and then, so, so then we started DMing more details after that. Yeah. And then, so I sent him, um, I can't even remember how, how it went exactly, but he didn't want to play. He didn't want to play in the contest. I'm um, like the minimum contest I'm allowed to play is $5 or more. Right. Or something like that. And so he didn't want to play in any of those. So then he's like, why don't you play yours and I'll play the um, mini max. Yeah. Right. Uh, whatever. 50 cent. 150. There's not that many 150s at, at those, at those sticks. I think, I think there's like the quarter arcade and that one. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, whatever, if that's the only thing you'll play, then we could do it. But then I, I sent him a, I was looking into it and stuff and it doesn't, and it didn't make any much sense. It's like, you're not like, you're not proving what you wanted to prove to begin with, you know, of like, you can just max enter and win because you're not really playing the, the real stuff. Yeah. And, um, like there's different amounts of players in those and the prize structures are different and stuff. It's like, how exactly right could we get it? was, I don't know. It was kind of, it wasn't like the best, the best way to do it. So I'm like, I'm like, if we do that, like I, you know, I don't want to give you any odds. Like it's not that, it's not that fun. It's so much easier to play in those anyways. I'm like, but if you do, well, how about this? We'll do the, CSV, we talked on Discord, me and you, and and I'm like, what if we do a CSV and we'll just track it? You play in the quarter arcade, play in the whatever you want, yeah, and we'll just port it over and act like whatever you get in there, you get, and then and then we'll track that way. So we're basically playing in the same tournament. And he's like, yeah, all right. And, and, you, and you and it initially started with NBA only, but now it's expanded. Yeah, he he in uh, it was his idea too. Because he want he wants like whatever what is this two weeks two and a half weeks to prepare. Okay, you guys are starting. When's the start date? June first. June first, and it's um, how many total slates? Thirty slates. And so now that he wants to do multiple sports, you know, theoretically we can get it done in, you know, I don't know, twenty days, twenty five days. Right, because it would just it would have taken you a lot longer if you're only doing a couple sports. And now you added MMA was a late breaking addition. Yeah, so for originally it was he just wanted to do uh, NBA, but then he told me he was betting tennis that night. I'm like, you know, they have tennis DFS. I'll do that too. So he said okay, and then when he wanted the extra two weeks or whatever, I'm like, the end. The NBA season's gonna be over. Like, there's not enough games left. And he's like, let's just add MLB then. I'm like, okay, fine. I mean, that's fine with me. And then someone commented in the chat in Twitter, like, you guys should play MMA. And he's like, okay. And then uh, Roslyn from Osmo goes, now you guys should add PGA. And I'm like, okay, I'll add PGA too. But he hasn't responded to that one yet, so I don't think we're adding PGA. Okay. And what what was the final odds that you gave him that he agreed to? Plus 175. And did you lead with that and he accepted, or was there a haggling on that? No, I led with that and he accepted. Okay. And uh, can you say how much you put down with him? we're we're still talking about the exact amount okay. he's trying to get he's trying to get like backers and stuff. backers okay and have have you gotten anyone interested in side action yet no bites yet yeah i mean just from public sentiment uh on twitter and discord yeah. it, it seems like it's going to be hard for you to get side action yeah probably um we'll see um 
don't know. I think people are giving me a little too much credit. Like if you like if the whole if it let's just say it was all random, like then it would be 50-50, right? Because yeah. it's just a coin flip. Like you have to admit in 30 slates there's randomness here, right? Mm-hmm. Like I've I've lost a month straight. <laughs> and it's 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 also ROI. It's similar to the EM2 Osimo one, right? Where if one of them binks one, like yeah. the contest is almost over. Yeah, and I threw another bet at him too, which would just be um can he beat can he be plus EV at all? We haven't we haven't uh we haven't figured that out yet. He actually hasn't even responded, I don't think, yet. But which one what what do you think is a higher likelihood of happening? Him being plus EV altogether or him beating you? Um I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh we haven't come to odds yet, Pete. I know you got it. No, I'm I'm giving you a chance to uh, play it no. up here, act a little bit, Brian. <laughs> They're both. He's a huge favorite in both of them. I mean, like <laughs> one seven. So another another funny thing about this whole thing was is this all came from him saying, you know, anyone with an optimizer, anyone with 150 limes can be successful. Of course, naturally, you you have to assume he's going to use someone's projections, someone's optimizer, just like everyone has access to. But on top of this. He's requested to have a DFS coach. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. I've only and what seen- are what are the stipulations? Because I did see a lot of people asking, how are you going to enforce him not just using this pros lineups? It's really just on the honor code. Uh, there's not much I can do. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I doubt he wants to get uh, caught, like it ruined his reputation. I don't know. I don't, honestly, I don't know a ton about him. But um, it's also illegal, I mean, on the sites to do that. So whoever the pro is, is risking their account. If they're a pro, why would they do that? Um, and then, like, I like it to, like we'll do, like, before we, we finish, I want to know, like, who the, who the pro is, too. I was just going to ask that. I assume that's part of it. Like, that has to be announced. Because then you could easily check. If they're running a 150 set, you could find right. out what's going on with that. And plus, just for all the side bets and stuff, like, the people would want to know. And, um uh, like there's like a book that wants to do a line on us and put it on their sports book. Yeah. But, um, they haven't, they haven't uh, figured it out yet. So like, I'm assuming they would want to know too. So hypothetically, if you didn't get any side action at this price, the posted price with Ben, would you move the odds at all for side action? Never. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, well, the thing for you is like, this isn't, you're not doing anything different with this bet than you otherwise would, right? Or, or is there maybe some sport you might be playing that you wouldn't otherwise play? No. Um, I'll play any of them. But the, uh, I might concentrate a little more, <laughs> depending how big these bets get. But um, that's pr- that's pretty much it. Uh, what, I mean, I guess if like I got down, I might take some, I don't know, crazy shots or something. I don't even know. I, I mean, I'm playing first every time anyway, so yeah. I don't really know what I could do to, uh, to change up your, your just normal strategy. Yeah. And I mean, like you said, I mean, if you're max entering one of these, like the amount of volume you're going to have and even a $10, you know, thing, like, I don't know whatever, how much money your guys's bet is going to be, but like. It would have to be a decent amount to incentivize you to play differently than you normally would. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess – and here's the other thing too. You have to enter 150, right? So like, let's say I build up a lead. I mean, you can't like really play it safe in DFS 150. I mean, you can maybe a little bit. I could just go ch- a little chalkier, but I mean, you could still if you go chalky and you don't and you don't diversify. You could probably the best would probably just be like as diversified and chalky as you can be at the end. Yeah, and that's still not guaranteeing anything, though. Right. Yeah, that just seems like a weird spot. Like if the action you guys get down is, I mean, I don't even know what the ballpark is, but if you're only betting like a thousand dollar side bet and, and you're having like, you know, 1500 or, you know, whatever these max amount you're putting in there, like it doesn't seem like it almost is just like a byproduct, a little fun little thing on the side, not something you'd actually be tailoring your play to. Yeah, if he doesn't get any backers or uh, I can't get any money down with any books or no one wants to side bet, then what am I going to do? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. And do you have have you gotten any hints about who the coach might be? There was a little back and forth with Empire Maker today, but it seemed like that was a false flag. Yeah, yeah, Empire Maker and one other guy. Uh, I think it was Sahir or something like that. Um, his Twitter—I know his Twitter handle, but not what his real his uh, DFS name is. Okay. Um, but he the, he he had some banks he was saying, and I guess he was trying to coach him up a little bit. Uh, but those are the only two. Oh, and um, one other—I don't know if he wanted it announced that he was talking to, so I won't say who it was. But I didn't recognize the name. Okay. Anyways, so. Um, yeah, Empire and Empire Maker said uh, <laughs> Empire Empire Maker kind of shot him down, uh, and I'm like, I wonder if this is a little head fake, and then he's going to try to slide into uh, slide into my DMs through a proxy and get some side bet action or something. Yeah, I it would be. And hopefully, did you ask Ben if he would come on the the show at all, or if he'd be interested in doing some content around the match? Yeah. He, I think he wants to, if there's time. Okay. I guess he's busy with something. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we got some time. Uh, we got some time too. So maybe we can. Yeah. I think that would definitely be a nice thing because I would like him. I think it would be good for him to kind of expand on where this was coming from, where he thinks that, you know, DFS has been ruined and just kind of getting in his, in his mindset, because I do think the whole thing of working with a pro kind of like undercuts his whole premise. Right. Yeah. It it does like the, you know, if, if 150 max and like, let's say he believes me that I don't collude, which I don't. And there's plenty of record on it that he can find out. Like, so I don't collude and it's just him versus me, you yeah. know, as far as ROI. So if other people are concluding, we're both affected the same way. So it didn't matter. And, um, you don't enter 150 and you should win. I mean, it's, it's the same, it's the same old song we've heard for how many how many years now? Right. I mean, I feel like the spirit of the bet, like if I challenged you to this bet, it would be like, I'm just going to use Osmos projections and I'm going to run the 150 set and do whatever special sauce I think I can. But like for, for him, it seems like he should just have his projection source that he trusts, the optimizer he likes, and then do his thing to prove that it is just a crapshoot once you have 150 lineups. He says he does prop bets too, so he should have projections. Easily turn those into DFS projections. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I think, I think he, 
I mean, I want to hear what you what you think. We're just guessing, obviously, but like what he's what his uh, what he's thinking. My guess is, like, I think he just thinks he's 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 uh, pro sports better. It translates. He doesn't know a ton about DFS, but from what he knows, he's just like, yeah, this 150 stuff is a huge advantage. And if I really concentrated and take a couple weeks out of my life, um, you know, I'm a dog to this guy because he's a pro, but I, I could show everyone like, yes, I was right. You could basically just 150 and as long as you're decent, you know. Um, and then what I think what happened was everyone's Twitter mentions and stuff uh, – scared him he he said uh he dm me he's like he's like people are telling me that you're one of the best players in the world <laughs> well it's like it's who else would have the confidence to call your bluff on this someone who could back up their play right like yeah. uh i mean i i would do this challenge against uh ben the better but it would uh but i don't have the confidence to uh to go quote retweet and uh drum up a bunch of side action over it <laughs> right yeah well he didn't know apparently, and now he does. So, so then that's when he wanted um, coaching, and and then the whole uh, mini max thing came up because yeah. part of that part of bankroll. It's like going to an Olympic track and being like, if anyone had those custom spike track shoes that Usain Bolt has, that I could win the hundred meter at the Olympics too. And then Usain Bolt walks out. It's like, all right, let's get you custom built shoes. Let's go. And then he's like, wait, wait, Oh, I, now, now I don't want to do this. Right. I mean, we, we, I don't know how many times we've, we've talked about this, but we've, we've, we've talked about this over the year, a year. And so we've, we've done these. It's like, if, if you're negative EV, the more you enter, the worse money you're going to lose. Yeah. Like, I don't know why anyone would think, no, no, no. If you just enter 150, even if I'm not good, that'll overcome it. It's like, no, each one's going to get progressively worse. Yeah. That's why this is, it's, you almost, there's a reason why it would take that. You don't see these kind of matches versus other like DFS regulars, right? Because DFS regulars know the deal. They've been through it in and out. They know the variance. They know what their relative ROI is in these contests over a big sample size, like where their edges are. It would take an outsider, who is not familiar with that kind of, I don't know, ebb and flow to think that that wasn't the case. Right. And so, you know, to sell the other side here, sell it. He, he there, I mean, Blender and uh, Nelson Adcock both were, are giving him a shot, you know, about like those odds are about right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm not the, I'm not the only one. Like here was, yeah, Here's Blender's tweet. Um, he so the the line, the implied odds are uh, him winning less than thirty six percent of the time, and Jordan saying he thinks he actually would win more than thirty six percent of the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I, watching you try to share your thoughts and not kill your action is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. What I mean, he could he could theoretically bank. Of course, he could bank too. Just like I could theoretically win this crypto punk in this PGA Championship <laughs> DraftKings contest. That no, that's not going to happen because I have, yeah, I put the nuts in there. Uh, um, how many? How many did you put in? Just one. I don't, I don't yeah. It's it's only a it's like a third full right now. 
Oh yeah, well now it's great. Now everyone knows paid. Now no, I mean think about this. They probably they priced that. They put that contest up and did the structure like pre the market tanking. Like I, I assume the the EV of that contest was already kind of absurd with how top heavy it is, and then you have Ethan the punk floor dropping a little bit. It's probably gotten even worse. Did you have you looked? I haven't even looked at like what the crypto punk floors. Uh, I mean, that, that, I guess it's a little tricky because the punk isn't uh, a floor punk. Uh, but mm. it has dropped a little bit. It's it's gotta because now you gotta like it, they're anchored to anchored to the amount of ether a person would have, you know. So it's like, oh, I was gonna pay ten ETH, now I gotta pay twenty ETH. Fuck that, you know. Yeah, yeah. And Nelson, to go back to this, uh, he he's saying someone would have to be totally branded to be a significant dog at plus one seventy five. I actually. I, I, f- I feel like there's way more ways to mess up a 150 set than Nelson is giving credit to. Yeah, I don't, I mean, he's kind of right. Like it's the, the, the edge isn't that much. That's a pretty big edge. Um, I think, I think it's, it's, I think Blender pretty much hit the nail on the head. If he's going to do this all on his own, 175 is, is a really good price for me. If he's going to get a lot of help and hopefully, you know, follows the rules and it's just strategic help and he has to make his own lineups using an optimizer, whatever he wants, I don't care, but make him and enter him himself. Um, then, then he, he's definitely, I mean, he's got, you know, whatever, 25%, 30, 35% chance. Sure. The, um, was the, was the 175 agreed on after the kind of coaching element or yeah. before it so that was part of it yeah yeah we agreed on pretty much everything then 175 is your calculation when you agree to that price with a coach just that he wouldn't be able to get a coach that would actually intimidate you as far as having them in their corner i just didn't i wanted him to play yeah so i was like okay fine Whatever you want, whatever yeah. you want, I'll do. And yeah. then eventually, it's like Mini Max with a coach, and EM two is interested now. It's like <laughs> this is like this is getting out of control. Let's just figure something out where we play the same, at least the same tournament. You know? Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's tough with these bets because they're they're super fun um, to track. Like the Osmo Empire Maker one was super fun, but like it is really hard to actually prove your point when sample size is the name of the game. Yeah, well, I mean, I thought thirty was good. It's like kind of. Yeah. I talked to Steve Buzzard about it too on DMs. And he's like, "That's probably enough," because like, what we we can't play for like two years, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like you gotta have, but you, you don't want to play for like five, like like the Osimo EM two challenge that was too short, right? Like, yeah, they needed to play another ten or fifteen matches at least. So thirty's about. I mean, how long can you drag this out for? So. Yeah, thirty's fine, and and like I don't know, like he could get lucky. I could, I I've lost for a month straight. It's not impossible. Yeah, and yeah. then um, and then there's just you know the variance in between that where maybe he gets a second and I get a seventh instead of you know, and that's the difference. And uh, don't we now have we now have that tr- Twitter account right? Who's going to track the match? Yeah, uh, DFS play-by-play. I think. Yeah, let me pull this up here. I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm checking Coin Market Cap as the show is live. <laughs> really? I I deleted <laughs> the I widgets from my phone. I haven't looked all day. Good for you. 
Um, so here you go. Yeah, DFS. Uh, I'll, I'll post the link in the in the chat here. He's going to be doing play by play. Empire Maker tweet. Uh. Wow, uh, man. I, yeah, that was a that was a rough uh, interaction for Ben there. Yeah. And you, yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, hopefully hopefully he can get some backers. Uh, hopefully, I mean, for this match to be interesting. I'm getting a little echo from you, Brian. Um, I, it would be, I kind of am actually rooting for him to get uh, a respected coach uh, just to, because right now, like you said, the overall sentiment is it's going to be hard for you to get action. So we need some, we need some things to push sentiment in the other direction. Right. Yeah. It's kind of a rock and a hard place. Like it's DFS. So you can't give like minus 300 or something. It's like, yeah. It's not like we're 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 running laps or something. Well, that I would win that, but I do think one nice thing for actually determining um, the the skill game aspect of it is the fact that you guys are playing a bunch of different sports because there's still like sport yeah. level nuances across those 150. Like it's not like all of them are golf, you know. Which yeah. I I personally like would not want to have for all the marbles head to head. Who's the better 150 max on golf? Like that seems like a nightmare. But you smooth it out over some of these other sports that actually require a little more heft. I think that's part of like this whole myth of 150 too. You need that I think to play multiple sports. It's like okay, well you can enter 150 in any sport and win. Okay, let's find out. Yeah. I think you'll probably hemorrhage money unless you got a good coach. Oh, and, and that, that's also like, that's also an issue. It's like, what, what's this coach? What's this? How, how intensive is this in coaching going to be? You know, I think I play it's, by the rules. I, I, I consider myself like a, a slightly above average DFS player. I think I'm a losing player lifelong in the mini max. Like the mini max is hard. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, especially when you are, you're gunning for first in those tournaments. That's the entire goal. And you brick out a lot. I was talking to some people in my discord though, who play it. And they're like, they're not, they said they weren't even doing that much. And they, they, they're up 7% on the year. 7%. Okay. Minimax. Yeah. And they're, they're grinding it night in, night out. Yeah. They're playing it plenty of times. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. What is even. What it, I guess like I'm not I because I, I play low stakes too, but like what what is even that actual ROI at those stakes like to warrant like because that that requires a lot of time to do that right too. Sure, yeah, seven percent is good though. I mean, I, I'll take seven percent. Yeah, well, you take seven percent playing. Yeah, at the at the higher stakes is a lot different than at the at the minimax. Right. Um. All right. Maybe. Yeah. I. uh I've admittedly never put uh, as much time into trying to do it just because it, it does truly feel very daunting uh, to me. But um, maybe once Ben the better beats you, I will realize that I too can just uh, max enter the mini max and I'll start firing. Here, here's my plan after after he beats me. No, if he if if I'm lucky enough to win, uh, I'm going to challenge Vegas Dave once and for all. We're going to find out. I, I think people would rather see you challenge UConn, Dave. <laughs> UConn, Dave. We we already are challenging each other. It doesn't just look at these you, CSVs. Uh, that is true. You guys are in there. 
are you is he you guys are both max entering the same contest generally mm -hmm. yeah how many people um across like how many yukon dave level players are there right now who are like max entering like across multiple sports like mm, we don't awesome know how good UConn dave is just yet but um you need more than 30 usually, slates like there's usually like 30 i think 150 maxers in in uh you know, between like, I don't know, I want to say 30 and 50 maybe. Yeah. It depends on the sport and the day. Like on the weekends, sometimes there's a lot less. Uh, not as many as you'd think. This... Like the five, they had a $5 MLB yesterday or whatever, another a couple days ago, which is kind of low for the main GPP. And that had a lot more 150 maxers, guys taking shots. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eric wants you to challenge Vegas Dave so we can get him on the show. Yeah. Every, everything's a content play. It's just who can we get on the show? I, I actually love this. If Whistles joined the dark side, he was so upset by your line of questioning <laughs> on the show that he goes into Ben the Betters. I mean, talk about a made-for-TV DFS movie. Ben the Better and UConn, Dave. Yeah. The, with how open he was about his process, I think there's like a 0% chance of that happening. <laughs> <laughs> I Somebody's the challenge. If I could get David Kitchen as my coach, <laughs> <laughs> no dice, <laughs> even money. Um, yeah, well, somebody said in my my Discord uh, that that Ben the Better was just Whistle Goes Woo's uh, burner account. <laughs> yeah, that would Thanks. be just the longest con. <laughs> it was like we were already amazed at everything that UConn Dave was pulling off with a family and a professor and Max entering this. And he has also been building up this character on Twitter called Ben the Better. Uh. I, did, I did see someone here because they referenced that he had played against that turtle. Um, yeah. And someone said he lost to the turtle, which so he did lose. He lost. So I do think the way this works, if I understand the transitive property, is that if you lose to Ben the better, it means a turtle could beat you at DFS. Uh, I I wouldn't doubt it. Someone said <laughs> in my Discord or, or my YouTube that he also lost to a little girl. So did someone <laughs> let their girl put their daughter pick or something. Are you concerned that these are generally the types of people he's challenging to these contests, Brian? Hmm. <laughs> Turtles, little girls, brick 75? Well, people should take uh, take my bet, take my side then, right? It's true. It's true. He's comparing me with those. I will say, um, you know, if we we unpack this a little bit from a motivation standpoint here, um, he does seem very willing to engage in these challenges, even when it doesn't seem like he might have as big of an edge as he thinks. Do we think? This is a content play for for Ben the better. Probably. This is what well, this is what I wanted you to answer honestly, because like I told you, I think I I was I'm always wrong about these things, but like I I was thinking like he just thinks he's good. He's yeah. Like some guys just think they know a lot about sports or something. Yeah. He does props. So for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? 
window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Oh, you'd think he prices those himself? I mean, that's what I would think, but what do you think? We're back into the territory of does he have his own projection models for these stuff? Um, and, and motivation for all this. So my honest answer is I, I, I can't imagine someone thinking like DFS is just as easy as whoever has 150 lineups also being math uh, savvy enough to like build their own projection system. That feels like it doesn't add up to me lo- logically. We also don't know, like if you told me, if we knew for a fact he ha- is a is a winning better, but like it seems whenever, I, I mean, I haven't even, doesn't he have his, his record in his bio? Have we even looked at this? I think he does, yeah, and he has a Patreon. Are you going to subscribe for Intel? Maybe I will. How much is it? Let's see here. And Let's just look- record too, I did offer that I would prop that too if he wanted to do both. Yeah. So this doesn't look good so far for 2021. It's running cold. He saved all of his run good for his DFS head-to-head match. Someone should tell him esports is rigged. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. He has no idea uh, what's going on with this. Yeah, so I don't update it yet. I mean, this is... It is. This is a rough. I do kind of understand how a turtle could could win flipping coins here. Um. All right. So I mean, I, I I'll give him props for for just having this spreadsheet just in his bio. At least he's not. It doesn't seem like he's going uh cash out king style. You know, he's yeah. a little more and, transparent. And taking this challenges too. I mean. You gotta give the guy some credit here. I mean, I would I wouldn't take a challenge versus a turtle because like, what if you run bad, dude? Well, that's what's my thing about a content play is like, at least at least with you, right? If he loses to you, like you're one of the best DFS players. Like, there's no shame in losing to you in DFS. Yeah. There is shame in losing to a turtle flipping coins. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I guess that's that, that's a. Uh... It would look bad if I lose on it. <laughs> Corey says this looks like uh, my Pete's bankroll challenge spreadsheet. I, I can't win with you guys. Lou was mad at me for winning at DFS this year. He said it was my uh, my worst bet yet. And then Corey uh, is, is referencing my spreadsheet from two years ago. So if I'm damned if I win and I'm damned if I lose, Brian, I can't, I literally can't win with these guys. 
You and Ben the Better, man. No respect. <laughs> I know. Why can't I get action with Ben the Better? Single uh, entry. Maybe he will. <laughs> yeah, maybe then after he'll pivot and saying <laughs> anyone can win if you could only put in one lineup. <laughs> Do you have any pets? I don't. Uh, no pets. No turtles. No nothing. What was yeah, didn't I think pardon my take the barstool guys did that earlier uh in their show run. They had the goldfish that I think they were were picking lines on. Um but uh yeah, I don't I need a pet. I feel like that's very, I feel like that's the go-to betting gimmick of just saying that uh, this thing at a 50% hit rate uh, can do better than a lot of people trying. Yeah. And it, that's probably true. Well, <laughs> hey, God, was- I was just like this. There's this guy, Eric, who we're having conversations and he's only talking about crypto. Eric, I feel like you're having a conversation about crypto with yourself. Every one of your comments is, is just randomly about crypto. Who are you talking to, Eric? What, what's hopium? You think I'm going to like say that everything's going to be OK? <laughs> I'm pretty sure, Brian, you would you were actually uh, very bearish in this short to midterm last uh, we talked, even during this bull run. Yeah, and and so the whole economy. <laughs> yeah. I, it's yeah. too bad I haven't profited off my own logic. Yeah, I know you. Uh, you well, you you moved. Uh, I I think I uh, I definitely bought the top in in some places. That's for sure. Yeah, I I saved like a little bit, and then I I thought the forty three or forty two was the bottom. This is even better. I had the volume off until now. Your rage posting in a chat with it muted? Eric, I'm worried about you, dude. <laughs> You're like an old man watching Wheel of Fortune who can't hear what they're saying, just screaming at the television set. Eric, you might have too much of your net worth invested <laughs> in crypto, pal. <laughs> I, I, I want to try that. I feel like that would be a good bit of just being a commenter on a show while just having it muted. No context whatsoever. <laughs> Eric, we can tell. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's been rough out there. I, I completely, uh, what? I just, you got the volume off, just rage, tilt, chanting at us. The thing, like, Why us? I can't. Trust me, like I, I understand watching sports like muted. You know, you're just watching hockey. Yeah. But, like it makes complete sense. I'm. I really don't know what you're getting out of this show. I feel like we need to dance for him now, <laughs> or just some kind of kinetic energy for for the people watching on mute. I, if I could do that, I would have stopped the. Uh, I would have rain danced that that drop, the dip, at about forty five k. I, I feel like I need to, maybe we need to like change up our backgrounds a little bit, just wow. something here to make it uh, a little more fun for the people watching on mute. <laughs> um, Man, I, I don't, I'm so shook by that. I, I now, every time I'm going to be like, you know, for those of you guys watching uh, at home, for those of you guys watching on your phones, for those of you guys watching on mute, <laughs> hi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. I mean, maybe you just do that and then you listen back later. Like you don't have time. So you're just like, oh, I wanted to talk about this. And then you'll hang up and leave. <laughs> so I just wanted to get that question in. Yeah. AK is working on his lip reading and I get to just think what you say I want. That's another good way to do it. Maybe Eric, I'm going to, 
I'm going to say uh, the crypto markets are going to rebound, but I'm just going to mouth it for you here. All right. Wow. There you go, Eric. That one was for you, all buddy. Right. Um, what if he never turned it on? He's like, yeah, I'm listening <laughs> on me. I still haven't turned it on. <laughs> no, he heard. He heard. Um, all right. Frank wants us to talk a little PGA here. I do. I absolutely have to remember to submit my punk lineup, and I haven't done anything um, but I've, I've heard it's easy to run a 150 set. Maybe I just picked the best one. You just, yep. Yeah, just run a 150, throw them all in there. Have you, you run, punk. have you run, uh, your, uh, your stuff? I did. Yeah. Any, anything interesting? Um, well it, it's a, it's a Millie maker. So my lineups, if anyone out there is reviewing them afterwards, uh, it's for a Millie maker. So keep that in mind. So I have some, uh, garbage golfers in here and <laughs> under the cap all all sorts of good stuff like that who who's the who's the chalk this week uh uh hovland and answer okay and are you uh good chalk or bad chalk so like my highest own player is answer but at 25 percent only so okay. it's really spread out okay um and my pool's a little wider than normal, I have like seventy-eight players used, maybe less than that, like seventy-five. Probably, probably sixty-five is a little better than that. I like to keep it like under what is, uh, like what a reasonable cut number would be. So there's sixty-five plus ties normally, and uh, you know just try to get as many golfers as you can through the cut. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going wider, and um, uh, like really diversified with. Uh, some of the long shots. Yeah. Who do you, who do you like up top? I'm just looking at win percentage. What John Rom, JT, so Shoffley. I'm, I'm under on all the pricey guys mm. and over in uh, the, the, the like second tier. Okay. So the Hovland Webb Simpson burger. The, yeah. But well, starting there, I'm starting to go over. So can't lay. Okay. Um, and then I'm like even or over with all those other guys. Gotcha. Finau, Scheffler, Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick missed the cut last week as chalk. In previous years, that should drop the ownership by a point or two at least. But nowadays, everyone's getting so good, it probably will stay about where it's supposed to. Yeah. And I've used my ownership also too. So if you're using someone else's ownership, it's going to look different, and you're going to have different, you know, different exposures. How is a uh... Do we think I, I saw lots of tweets today with the market being so bad that there's going to be all these new uh, professional poker players? Do we think the DFS action is going to be uh, pretty good? Everyone trying to uh, make some money elsewhere? Maybe. I mean, you'd figure if like asset prices are going up because everyone has money and there's not a lot of products to buy, which is the argument, then you figure that's already happening in DFS now. So, yeah. I mean, if, after 20, 2008, Poker wasn't that bad. Like everyone thought, like, oh no, we're gonna we're gonna suffer. It wasn't it wasn't that bad considering the games were getting so much tougher and stuff. So I, I mean I don't know, but I'm guessing it's we're not gonna really see anything yet. I mean, even if it goes down even more. Lacey, you're gonna have to specify here. Is it how I'm wearing the hat or how Brian's wearing the hat? I'm guessing I'm guessing me. Um 
Lacey, thank you for watching. I don't think we ever have females watching, although we do sometimes have dudes on their girlfriend and wives burners commenting on there. So, I mean, I hate to miscategorize you as a non lulz fan, but regardless, welcome to the show. Yeah. For some I, reason, I this, doubt it's Lacey. This is for you the rest of the show, Lacey. How you doing, the, fellow fellow? The one Lacey's? girl, the one girl who finally watches this show is really attractive. I feel like <laughs> the probability of that is near nil. Yeah. Maybe this is uh it could be a Ben the Better burner. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's Ben's girl? <laughs> It could be. It could be. I mean, I I apologize, Lacey. I shouldn't have made assumptions about who you are. Uh, ben Johnson. Who's Ben Johnson? Ben oh, I, I don't know. We don't know his last no. name. I no. did. I was looking for a photo of him for the thumbnail, and all I could find was the uh, his Twitter avatar. That was the only stuff I could find out there. Yeah, based on his Twitter avatar, I was like, should I play this guy? Is this guy? over 16 years old is this like child abuse <laughs> because it just looks like a young person in the avatar yeah man i i do again like it's such tough sledding for those guys that do like the, the cash out king style building up your twitter brand around prop bet picks it's it seems truly miserable uh to do that yeah um Lacey here. I, I'm I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna lay minus three hundred, dude. Okay. Okay. How yeah. can we, Lacey? Um, if, if you have a Twitter, DM me. You can come on the show here. Um, you can you can accept Brian's bet, and then uh, come I on can the bet show. Somebody else. <laughs> if you are in fact a girl. <laughs> This, this is definitely not a girl. I'm now. Let's. We've just moved the line to minus five hundred. That's no. That's why I saw that, and that's why I moved the line. Yeah. Uh, uh no. Honestly, uh, we're we're begging uh females to to watch this show. They just have chosen not to up to this <laughs> point. We we can't even get girls to like appear on the show, like in the sports betting world. Oh my goodness. Um, all right. Any other, someone asked, should we do a, should we do a Lulz golf contest? If you guys want, I mean, I'm making one lineup for the crypto punks. I might as well toss it. I'll make a Lulz contest. All right, let's uh, do it. For those of you, for those of you guys, uh, who aren't in the discord yet, we got the Lulz channel. We did a MMA contest we've been doing. And um, I've just been doing these small at 20, so they auto-size if it doesn't fill. But if these start to fill, we can uh, we can make them bigger. Do you want to talk about that uh, Rufus Peabody thread? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, it's probably pointless too, but I thought, we, I thought this was an interesting, uh, interesting comment that I kind of see differently than I probably would have five years ago. Oh, I actually did see this post and i saw you making another historical example and i was really worried it was getting it get into dicey territory but you you stuck the landing <laughs> so, so go to go to click on anthony's there and then you could see the first one yeah, right there yeah betters are more honest with themselves and learn more quickly than economics 
when being around costs you money, you can only be stubborn for so long. So this is just, we're, we're just having the skin in the game conversation. Yeah, I, but I, it's more than skin in the game, in my opinion. It's kind of okay. my point. And, um, like, you know, betting on things, it's kind of like, this is kind of the trope that Rufus is, is talking about that most gamblers say, but there's actually like, you know, uh, you know, economic principles behind why it's true. Yeah. And this is what I respond to, to Anthony in, in my tweet. Um, Hang on, but, let's see what, what's Anthony saying here. My major rebuttal here is that this is basically just an argument for experience, which is far easier to obtain than knowledge given the academic experience, and they will likely adapt, adjust, and thrive better than someone with less knowledge. And, it, and you're saying that the experience is having the skin in the game. Yeah, I'm saying that, and I and I go on later too. Um, that there's like two there's like two parts to it. So like one is like how do you come to the best practices? Academics do it one way. In businesses and gamblers, not that there's a huge difference between the two, in my opinion, come to it a different way. And this is kind of like the crux of um, central planning and free market too. It's the principles are all the same. It's not just gambling. And as we've talked about in this show, like a lot of things in life are gambling, who you date, what college you go to, what major you pick, how much you, whether you buy a car, even the housing market, stocks are gambling, right? You know, on and on. <clears throat> and it's like, okay, well, why, why is there a big difference between the two? And so, and Mises points out in the, uh, economic calculation problem with socialism essay he wrote in the twenties <clears throat> is that it's essentially impossible to, uh, to figure out the value to distinguish value in something without like a profit loss structure. So like, for example, if you were going to run a, um, a store with no profit loss, how many customer service employees do you use? Like, how would you judge that? Yeah, it would be you know, how, impossible. Anything you do in your business, this is all through price discovery and profit loss. And and um, so like an academic would say, um, you know, you do a study. And then the study tells, says like, you can do a survey on customer uh, satisfaction and stuff like that, right? Because the academic can't, uh, doesn't have a business. So they're just guessing essentially, right? This is how they come to a lot of their conclusions. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm conflating these two things a little bit, but this is kind of the point I'm trying to drive home, but none of those things matter if you can't practice it out in the real world. And so his critique, Mises critique back then was when the rise of socialism was really happening. Not, <clears throat> not today's definition of socialism. Um, this is, this is Marxism and the rise of communism across the world back then. And so in that world that he was arguing against, there, there, there simply was no um, uh, price structures. So like the Russian uh, central pl planner, I can't remember his name. It starts with a B. This, the like Russian central bank, I think is still named after this guy. He, he literally would decide how much metal was produced for that season and how much wood they were going to use. And then, you go over here and you do this, and this is what we're going to do. 
And that's not how value is distinguished in the world in any sort of successful manner, which of course, eventually they did collapse. So like, for example, like if you're building a high rise, you need sturdier metal. So you really will pay a premium for that. And then the next guy's building a house, for example. Well, he doesn't want to pay the premium. He could use wood. So there's different prices. The, the, the construction company might move closer to the lumber yard to save money. There, and then that changes the, the value of real estate. And all these interactions are how we decide and sort out value throughout society. Yeah. And, that, and this is what gambling is, too. It's the same thing is, is, is figuring out. Uh, value through profit and loss. You could, because if you just, and then I give an example here and a couple down. Oh no, actually it wasn't the, it wasn't the first one you had there. It was, uh, uh, Yukon Dave. He, he wrote an article on how to beat DFS, right. And he academic article and he couldn't win on it. And he had to gamble to figure it out and then change. And a year later or whatever, a year and a half later, he started winning. And, and, and that's actually probably, the ultimate right is come it if, if you had to pick one of two obviously you would choose skin in the game it, uh playing you know being in the markets i assume the best are people who are doing that and also studying and also looking well at, that's what right. i that's what i said too is like yeah. the academic you could do anything they can do in theory but you also have the market profit lost etc but it's not like i'm saying it's not skin in the game like that's the old way i would think it's like seriously how would you determine how many customer service employees you have when you, if you didn't have profit and loss, like this isn't skin in the game. Like you actually need these feedback, feedback mechanisms. Yeah. Otherwise it, you're just completely in the dark. And right. The whole I, I, fall apart. I think it still is skin in the game, right? Because if you're running that business, you are having to pay these employees. You're having to pay for your inventory to try to, to run yeah. your business. I, I guess, but like you could theoretically be in like a nonprofit or you could uh, uh, just be a manager there where your, your skin in the game is, you know, you can get fired, but it's not as big as actually a gambler where it's their net net worth. Yeah. You just, you can't decide without, pro you could have someone come in out, you know, someone come in and look at your numbers for you, you know, grant you granted you could give them a bad review or something. So they'd still have a little skin in the game, but not like, gamblers not like and and let, let me let me rephrase that let, i'll just grant it you're right there is skin in the game but the way people are thinking about it is is just like yeah skin skin in the game you're a gambler great got it right it's like but no you actually can't even do this stuff without profit and loss it's a it's a big deal like it's a big realization do you want to flesh out your whistle goes woo thing? Because he's, I don't think he's understanding the point you were making about how it was the experience that led him to be successful I don't know. He wrote an art. He said this on our show. I'm not like yeah. making assumptions. I don't think. Right. He he wrote he wrote a DFS article and he said he still uses some of them. Mm -hmm. uh, Blusk, you can go watch our video. He says it all in there. Uh, was it last week or two weeks ago? Whatever. Two weeks. Two ago. weeks ago. Yeah. Um. That yeah he and he he was losing and it took him a while and and through through playing he started winning not through writing academic research, but that doesn't even matter because even if he just stayed an academic and has his current process, he, we still wouldn't know that he was a winner. You know what I mean? The only, only way you could determine these things is through feedback mechanisms. Right. 
Otherwise, it's all just a guess. Yeah. Um, so, so like really quick, like the, like the like the like the cops. You could say like, well, the cops. You know, like we don't we don't pay for cops. And we have we have cops. Like, how does that work? Well, it's like because we don't live in a completely socialist society, they can still use the free market to buy clothes, right? That are priced in the free market, like uniforms, guns, all sorts of things like that, right? And what Mises was saying is, if if you couldn't do that, you have you're completely in the dark. How much do you charge for a police officer uniform? How many do you need? How many cops do you need? And, and then so the problems that we still have now is like, how many cops do we need? How many teachers should we have? Like these are really hard. They're just guessing. Yeah. And it's done through through um, through the political process. It's not done through price discovery and, and, and feedback mechanisms that the traditional markets would satisfy. Right. Michael, you must be new to uh, to lulls. This is this is this like is, a, this is the normal lulls. This is normal lulls. Uh, it's maybe two times a year we get into head to head challenges and we discuss those. This is this is a regular episode of lulls. Uh, we weren't going to talk about it, but we were kind of waiting there. I'm like, oh, let's throw it. Let's throw it out there. So, like, picture picture like if if um, this is kind of be a sidebar, but picture if the government ran. Uh, shoes. They they made the shoes. That's it. They had a monopoly on shoemaking. Right? They would have like no incentives for you know making Versace shoes or Nikes or something like that. Right? It would just be like worker shoes, etc. White now, New Balance shoes for right. Everyone. It would be it would be god awful. And there would be shortages and stuff. But like even if there isn't shortages, it's, it would it would be god awful. And if there was problems with it. People probably think, yeah, if there was problems with it, we'd go, okay, let's go to the let's go to free market because we're gonna have Nike, we're gonna have all these great companies. They're gonna have so many shoes that we're gonna have to give them away to people. You can get shoes for free. They're shitty shoes that like, people wouldn't want them normally unless you're, you know, poor or we give them to third world countries, right? No, what people would say is, we have to give the government more money. They just need more money, and then the shoes will get better. Right. But really, the problem is you, you're screwed because you have no feedback mechanism. You need people deciding that Peter Jennings wants 800 pairs of Nikes and, you know, this guy needs this. And then all through this process is why we have free fucking shoes and you need shoes to survive, especially in Chicago and Boston in the winter. Right. Like you can't just have no shoes. But it, I, I think this is making probably, sense. no, it, it does. Yeah, I do feel like it's a little bit of semantics with skin in the game. Cause to me, it is saying that it's all just the money and the markets that help find that discovery, right. which is why I granted, I said, okay, you're right. It is skin in the game. I'm just trying to like extrapolate on how much it's way more important than yeah. just going skin in the game. Right. It's like, this is the whole kitten caboodle. This is everything, not well, everything, but it's a goddamn big part of, of, and then people just forget about it. Like they have no clue about this stuff and they just go, I'll just have the government run it. Well, that's what I mean. I complete like take DFS, right? Like I could study DFS two, three hours a day, four hours a day, look at lineup rewind, look at exposures, read game theory, whatever. But if I wasn't playing, I it would take me so, so long to get good versus just throwing it in trial by fire, learning, tweaking, doing all of that stuff in tandem 
with playing. Like I can't imagine learning something like same with like, or take something like golf. Imagine trying to learn. You could read every book in the world about golf, but until you're actually playing, how, how are you ever going to get good at it? Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah, for sure. But I feel like those are kind of somewhat, somewhat separate. Um, like it would be more like making golf clubs and like, again, how would you make, how would you know how many golf clubs to make? Right. What if whatever, whatever the golf clubs are made of, uh, how would you know how many resources that to make throughout society? Yeah. Like there's no way to determine any of this stuff. Yeah. Um, Oh, how did this get, what was, what was Rufus's initial tweet? What, what started all this again? That, that academics versus gamblers. Okay. Gotcha. And that, and that's what I'm saying because the, the academic, and I'm not shitting on that, academics here, I'm just trying to make, make the point because, because this is, this is what academics do. They, they then, they then, you know, influence or the government asks for their assistance because they're all guessing. They go, we have this, we have this new thing. We don't know what we're doing. What do you guys think we should do? Yeah. And they're like, well, based on this model, this will happen. Okay, let's try that. Or, but it's generally through the political process. It's much worse than even that. Like they don't, it's not necessarily even that scientific, right? Yeah. But yeah, and, and the reason being, and obviously this doesn't apply to everything. We're just talking economics here, but um, is because there's no feedback mechanism. Yeah. Well. Yeah, so skin in the game, feedback mechanism. Look into it. <laughs> there you go. And this is why when you challenge someone uh, to head-to-head DFS, that it can only be decided in the DFS arena where feedback mechanisms prevail. That's right. Uh, any uh, any final words? Maybe maybe next week we could get Ben the better on. I doubt it. He seems pretty busy. Okay. So what is next week? 25, 26, and then... Yeah. Well, maybe we'll see. Well, I I guess it's still then going to go on for probably a couple weeks after it starts. So maybe this is what you need to do, Brian. Can you, can you sandbag at the start and then he'll feel comfortable coming on when he's up? (laughs) Speaking of sandbagging, if uh, brick 78 starts sliding into people's DMS, taking, taking a bend the better plus one seventy five big action. Brick, like, brick oh, I enter a lineup. I was at RBX 88's house last night partying. Oh yeah, I want to get RBX 88's thoughts on this. Maybe is he going to take Ben the better here? He hasn't even said anything to me. Too much sex. <laughs> I don't think man. he knows it exists. Too much sex to weigh in on these. Way um, too busy. All right, guys. Thank you for watching. As always, we have our iTunes link uh, down below. You can listen to it in podcast form. We are here every Wednesday. I will uh, remind me uh, to make a lulls contest. Someone ping me in the Discord if I forget. Uh, is there is there MMA this weekend? Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll get an MMA one going. Been having lots of fun in the Discord with you guys. Uh, so for Brian Hooper, for Ben the Better, I'm Peter Overzet. We'll see you guys next time. Without 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP 1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C cell tumors. Do not use GLP 1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.